Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Andrew McKenna from TalkSpot. We're out in Sri Lanka covering the England cricket tour. As well as exclusive live ball-by-ball coverage of the Test Series, TalkSport are also giving you a podcast. It's published daily, it's called Following On, and covers all the news and views around the tour. It's full of player interviews, reaction and analysis from TalkSport's team of experts, including Darren Goff, Jared Kimber and Matt Pryor. Oh yeah, and also some of me. We'll be rounding up each day of action from the test matches, plus the news from all the other days on tour. You can subscribe now by going to Apple Podcasts, Spotify or your favourite podcast app. Search for the Following On Cricket Podcast, subscribe now and never miss a show. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And welcome once again to the H&J Daily. Some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Uh, Well, we had a chat, as we always do. You'll hear that. Have covered some ground. <laughs> what we, a great trail. <laughs> the listeners, the listeners got involved. That was good. They, they told did, us yeah. about impromptu kickabouts in light of the mm. uh, MPs who did just that in the Commons. Mm. I look back at another non-sport evening. Yeah, but managed to find some sport in a non-sport in a very unlikely mm. uh, sporting context. Uh, what else? Um, Motti was here. We heard he from Motti. Yeah, and we spoke to Turnstiles, the sports barbers, the football barbers. Um, because uh, we wondered if they did many kind of carvings, hair <laughs> carvings, in, in light of the Novak Djokovic guy, yeah. the Serbian fella, who's had it that. carved into the back of his head. So, uh, How would you like your hair carved, sir? <laughs> <laughs> a butcher's knife. Here it all is, then. Intrigued by this story uh, about uh, bird owner Steve Rostron. Bird and, owner. Well, they own a magpie. A pet Do magpie. Really? Mike is wishing people Merry Christmas. Is that is that is that right? I mean, I don't know. I don't well, know enough about this. Captive magpies. They they nursing him back from, to health or well, something. Uh, there's not a lot of detail. All right. Oh, okay. All I'm saying is that pet magpie Mike is wishing people Merry Christmas after the rescued bird. Well, he was rescued. Oh, learned to mimic owners Steve Rostron, 45, and Janine McLean, 49. Oh. And I didn't actually know until I heard this that uh, magpies could speak. 
scored so many goals. There it is. What about that? <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And it's, they all support Newcastle, so do they? Of course they do. <laughs> yeah, of course they do. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was very elaborate, wasn't it? For all that. Yeah, got well, there, that was worth it. Got there in the end. I liked it. And uh, yes, yeah, so all last night, no sport at all. So I, uh, I started with the usual uh, non-sporting neighbours and a bit of doctors, which is very gain through. You watch doctors as well. well the as, wife likes. So you it. watch. You come home in the evening. I mean, daytime yeah. TV is there for a reason. <laughs> yeah, right. it's there to keep you occupied during the day. <laughs> yeah. It's not for you at Sky Plus and watch in the evening. You have evening programmes for that, Andy, yeah. which generally, with respect to everybody in those shows, is normally of a higher quality. I'd say so too. Mm. Well, no disrespect to my old friend Alan Fletcher. Yeah. And then we watched uh, Hollywood Singing and Dancing, a very poor for sporting reference. Hollywood Singing and Dancing. Uh, yes, it's a sort of show about the great Hollywood musicals. It's a talking oh, yeah, head show. Well, it's quite interesting. You've often struck me as a fan of musicals. Well, there, you know. And, uh, so um, the, it was about it, the change from the lavish. Hollywood movie to the sort of pop musical like Hard Day's Night. So no sport there whatsoever. Okay, so you go looking for sport in in all of these other shows. Well, I'm hoping. I'm hoping it'll give me something in the morning. Sit there with my book and uh, yeah, yeah, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Sit there with your book making notes. And then we started watching uh, Velvet. It's a a Spanish sort of soap opera that we've been following. Cool. uh, Wow. On Netflix, it's very good. Spanish soap. Yes, it's it's in Spanish but with subtitles, and it's about an institution in Madrid. Oh, okay. uh, What sort of Institute. Fashion store. Oh, okay. Right. An incredible fashion store. And it gets taken over last yeah. night by yeah. the Italian fashion magnate Enzo Caffieri. And as he walks into the store, him. yes, he says, Oh, hello, I've, I've just bought Real Madrid with Pushkas and Gento. It's set at that time. Oh, it's th- so oh, not yeah. now. That would be a bit pointless, wouldn't <laughs> it, really? Incredibly surprised to see a, yeah. a sporting reference there. And then um, a couple of things from my kids last night. Uh, my son yeah. was at the very big ad industry do, the Drum Awards. Oh, yeah, yeah. Happy to say. They, his company won an award. Oh, tremendous! Well done. It was well at the, it was at the Emirates, so it has a sporting connection. Oh, this <laughs> my son put a picture of the Emirates on his Instagram feed and said, mm. "Can't think of a worse venue for an award ceremony." <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> and that was uh, yes. Yeah, so that wasn't even after. That was before he, they even got anything. And then my son was saying, my other son, my eldest mm. boy, he was saying that um, he's a big fan of the podcast. Oh yeah, the Daily H and J podcast. But he likes. He's a bit like you. He loves podcasts. I'm a big fan of a podcast. I know you are. Yeah, and he, yeah, yeah. And, but he listens to his because he's got so many to listen to. Mm. He listens to them at double speed. Really? That's how busy he is. <laughs> and, wow. and so he said to my wife, he said, the trouble is when I see dad now, it sounds like he's speaking really slowly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's got to fit so many in. <laughs> yeah. That's it. He has to fit it, so many in. For those, I mean, of course, you, if you really want to make it last, you can do it at half speed <laughs> when we both, we both sound like Barry White. Yeah. <laughs> Tremendous. He sent me this something though yesterday that I've never had before, and I've eaten a lot of things. A Japanese donut. You are with egg in the middle of it. It's one of the most delicious I've, things I've heard I've of these ever eaten in my life. So when you say egg, do you mean an egg custard or an actual no, kind uh, of like a, a slice of, a sort of egg mayonnaise? Whoa! Oh no, but doesn't it sound rank? Yeah, it does. And and the wife told me about it. I thought, whoa, I don't fancy that at all. But I was a bit hungry later on, so I, I sort of went for it. Wow, delicious! So it's like, like a, it's a savoury. It's a savoury. So is it okay? So it's is, a sort of crispy donut. Is it a sugary donut? No, it's not. It, no, it's it's not. a savoury donut savory with do- a savoury inner. <sighs> Sensational. Well, that, in that yeah. case, honestly, I, honestly I, one of the best things I've eaten for a long time. I, had, I, had, I basically had visions of a jammy sugary donut with with egg mayonnaise in the middle of it. <laughs> that wouldn't be and good. That's why I was dry. That's, that's, that's why I was dry heaving. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I thought that doesn't sound too good, but there you go. So if you ever come across them, I can recommend them. They don't have a name. I did mm. text him this morning. Say, so do they have some sort of Japanese name. He said, no, they're just known as a 
donut. Egg they must donut. be called something. How would you ask for it in the shop? Or an elaborate <laughs> mime? They must call it something. <laughs> That's what it? I would have thought, really. Perhaps yeah. he'll, when he hears the podcast at treble speed tonight. Because yeah. he's <laughs> even busier. That's right. Perhaps, yeah, yeah. Perhaps he'll, perhaps I ought to speak slowly yeah. so he hears. They probably think, bit. they're probably saying, your John Barnes impression is coming <laughs> yeah. on, Dad. You probably think you sound like Barnes yeah, every day. Absolutely. So that's good. So anyway, yes. it's um, it's me and him between uh, now and four o'clock. And Didier Drogba has hung up the boots. <coughs> Thank you. <coughs> well, I'm quite so emotional, emotional about, about it. it. Yeah. You still haven't got over that penalty I haven't, in no. 2012. Was, I, normally, I haven't got an axe to grind with Chelsea. I used to work there. But, um, yes. not massively anyway. But uh, <laughs> I should have, have, I haven't. You might have on Saturday. Yeah, it could be slightly. But I haven't. And I would have been chuffed for you that night, of course, when you won the Champions League, had it not been at Tottenham's expense. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Now, Andy. Yes. Um, <laughs> terrible news for Count Arthur Strong. What's happened? Uh, today. Well, uh, a pub has had to change its name. Because uh, the name of the pub was putting off vegans and vegetarians from uh, eating there. Really? It's now the Heworth Inn uh, in York. It used to be called the Shoulder of Mutton, which, of course, was Arthur's local. <laughs> was it? Yeah. Do you remember? No, I don't. I, don't, I wasn't aware that yeah, it was yeah, the Shoulder was, of Mutton. Yeah, that was his local pub. Oh, so really? he's, now, he's now going to have to drink in that pub instead. So they had to change the name because yeah. of vegans. Because, yeah, they were all vegetarians. They felt that. Well, no, I think it was the people who bought the place decided that really? it might put people off, that it was, well, a, it meat own, it was a meat only venue. It's just the name of a pub. Oh, well, fair enough. It's quite traditional, Andy. Do don't start all down down that road. Yeah. And they start writing letters to the papers about <laughs> it. I did it for the Count Arthur Strong material. <laughs> Uh, this is quite a good one. Um, just very quickly, in these places, after the uh, the uh, MPs who had a kickabout in uh, in the Commons and got told off, mm. Hendon Police Training School, 1984, says Dicky. Uh, he says we played classroom cricket between lessons: truncheon, squash ball, waste spinners, wicket, cross between cricket and baseball. Absolute carnage. <laughs> Fantastic. So uh, thank you very much for that, Dicky. Uh, anyway, move on to uh, haircuts. You may have seen uh, one. Serbian tennis fan who had decided to have carved into the back of his head the face and a very good one it was too wasn't it high quality oh, tremendous work uh, of Novak Djokovic his hero he did look absolutely fantastic I mean a bit weird I'm quite fascinated by the technique because the barber appears to have put a photo of uh, Novak sort of clipped the gown yeah, of the thing. and he has worked to that and he's worked to that but I mean does he draw it first or does he just do it with the clippers it's incredible you've always got to be a, a hairdresser and an illustrator haven't you oh, of be, equal measure you've got to have a lot of skills so whenever it comes to uh, haircuts and, and football we turn to uh, turnstiles in uh, Oxted. They have been going for many years now. Mm. And they are our go-to uh, barbers slash uh, hairdressers. Uh, and James Bicknell from uh, turnstiles joins us now. Hi, James. Oh, hi there. How are you doing? Good, thank Good, you. Do you get many requests to do this sort of stuff, sort of a carving a face into someone's hair? Well, I would no, not necessarily faces, but um, during the World Cup we had quite a lot of um, St George's flags and... Uh, um, some writing, you know, it's coming home, um, a few of those on the head. And, uh, uh, we have done um, a World Cup um, with really? uh, yeah, with a bit of colour on there as well. And uh, club badges, done a Millwall Lion and um, a few different, you know, various different um, football uh, crests and stuff. Have you seen the Djokovic one? I have, actually, It's yeah. very impressive, isn't it? Unbelievable, yeah, fantastic yeah. work. Um, very uh, creative to be able to do that. I mean, very, very difficult. 
Um, but yeah, unfortunately, he lost though, didn't he, in the final? He did. Well, that's the thing. I was thinking that you about putting a World Cup and it's coming home in someone's hair. It's a long walk home that night after we lost to Croatia. Oh, it grows it out. Don't yeah. worry about it. It is, but yeah, thankfully, I'm like a tattoo. You can just get it shaved off, and yeah. Uh, mm. yeah, it's not it's not stuck on there forever. Yeah, it's not a tattoo. What's the technique then, James? Well, how does it actually, when you're doing, say, a badge, which is pretty similar, not as detailed as in Djokovic, but still quite a lot of detail in it. Yeah, so it's, it's generally done, well, most of it's done freehand um, and you're using, yeah, clippers. Um, so with, with a badge, I guess you, it would be more like um, sort of imprinting it on. But with, with, um, with the face, I mean, it's much more technical. You've got, a, you know, fading in and fading out. And, and you know, it's, 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 I mean, it's un- unbelievably difficult to do. Yeah. What's the, uh, I mean, over the years we've spoken to you and Rob and all the guys there at Turnstiles about, about the, the hot uh, football hairdos. Do people mm. still come in with pictures of footballers and say, oh, yeah, I want yeah. one of those? Yeah, what, what's the popular these days? What do they go for? Well, I mean, Ronaldo obviously has always been, um, I'm talking about the Ronaldo yeah. uh, Juventus now, not the, uh, no, the no. former Ronaldo who looked, uh, had that bad haircut in the World Cup, looked like a... <laughs> Yeah. A dairy Lee slice on the front of it. Yeah, that wasn't the best. <laughs> that wasn't yeah. great. No one wants no, the dairy Lee slice look, do they? Really? <laughs> no. And and Messi, I mean, his hair was pretty awful a few years ago, but as time's gone on, he's he's become more and more yeah. fashionable. And um, Aguero is a big one. Unfortunately, I'm not too sure on uh, the bleach look he's got at the moment. Yeah, that's it. The grey, he's gone grey, hasn't he? Overnight. Yeah, so I think yeah, it's, it's a bit it was, of an odd supposed look. to be yeah. blonde, but I think it's gone a little bit, a bit grey, a bit silvery. That is a look, isn't it? The silver grey. I mean, people are going for it as a look. I mean, you're getting, you're getting requests. You do a bit of that. Do you dye hair as oh, well. Oh yeah, yeah, we do a bit of that. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, my hair's going grey and yeah. naturally, but um, yeah, we do offer. Uh, yeah, we do colours and um, yeah, various different things. Oh, did anybody ever come in and ask for the um, Steve McLaren? Oh, just is basically just sh- <laughs> just leave a small bit like <laughs> like a unicorn's at its Who'd horn ripped that? off. <laughs> it would just like Eddie Jones has got it. It's like McLaren yeah. Island. Yeah, so you yeah, leave all yeah, the hair got... around it, but just have a little outpost, a, a, a kind of crop there of hair. Yeah, yeah. No, no, there's a few of the, of the uh, sort of older clients that do come in. Yeah. I don't think they necessarily ask for a Steve McLaren <laughs> specifically, but <laughs> it is very similar. Yeah. When we used to speak to Rob a lot, it was yeah. generally David it was Beckham, Beckham, wasn't it? When it was, Beckham changed oh, the hairstyle, yeah. we'd see how many people oh, were coming in. It was in. unbelievable. I mean, oh, was... Beckham was without doubt the biggest, um, or one of the biggest fashion icons ever, and especially in football. He's the number one in football, without yeah. a doubt. It's great. He was only, he was only recently, he was in the paper again. Some yeah. um, rumour that he'd had a hair transplant, but I don't believe that. No, I, oh, I, really? God, I don't know. Not. The bloke who wrote it has had a hair transplant himself, and he, so he, he can tell the telltale signs. Yeah, like <laughs> a sewn mailbag. So the yeah. um, it's great. How many years have you guys been going now? Well, next year will be twenty years. Fantastic. Oh, well done. That's it's amazing. Yeah, twenty and, years next year. And you've uh, do you, still, do you have the pictures of the old players up on the wall. People oh, can choose yeah, a style. Yeah, we've got um, we've got a 1966 World Cup shirt sign. We've got loads of photos. '66 um, program. I've actually got the um, a replica of the World Cup in the window at the moment. Oh, um, oh. It's on hold, of, of course, for when we win it next time. Yeah, that's so I get asked by a lot of kids, "Is it real?" And uh, yeah, of course, I say yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Well, look, good to talk to you, James. Thanks very much for joining us. Yeah, thanks very much for asking me on. There we Brilliant. are, James Bicknell there from Turnstiles in uh, Oxted. They are the uh, the football barbers that we often turn to. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. 
Bombas, absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Lottie's with us in the studio and uh, we're looking at some of the big stories of the day and building up to the weekend. Uh, You'll you hear John in ghostly form tomorrow in the Force panel. He's going to pre-record his uh, yes. Yes. his um, predictions for us and, you're, and you'll hear those uh, tomorrow. Well, but, Andy, Andy's running away with it, isn't he? I he mean, is, yeah, he he's is. like so the Manchester fun. City of the Force panel. I love panel. the fact you are keeping a track of it at home, John. <laughs> I this am, I am. <laughs> yeah, I am too. So anyway, <laughs> let's, uh, Neil Warnock, this, this is a great revelation today. Everybody's been paying tribute to Didier Drogba. Neil Warnock, uh, had this to say a little bit earlier on. I have a, a, a scout in, in France, or well, his scout is a friend, really, um, called Oren de Jaffo. And uh, when I was at Sheffield United, he said, I've, you know, I've got a good lad, Gaffer, I've got just your type, because he knows what kind I'm looking for. He says he's aggressive, big, he's no slouch, no score goals. He's in the second division in France. I said, oh, Lauren, I can't sign anybody from second division in France. He says, Gaffer, I'm telling you, he's a good player. He'd be a good player. How much do they want? 100 grand. I said, oh, I can't be spending 100 grand. Bloody chairman will go daft here. The second division, you know. And I think he, when he went for, I don't know how many million, you know, every time he went, he used to text me. He's now playing at Chelsea, boss, you know, and all that lot. So uh, one that got away, Ed. Yeah, that's <laughs> when he was at, uh, at Sheffield United. And as we said yeah. earlier on, uh, Harry Haslam trying to bring in uh, Maradona. They've had a few near misses, Blades, haven't they, John, over the years? Yeah, they have. <laughs> and, and uh, yes, amazing, isn't it? And I think the whole game is full of stories like this. Every manager just said Spurs have got loads of them. Oh, yeah, we've got Eden Hazard apparently wasn't yeah. worth the money a little while ago. We <laughs> no. couldn't bring him in in time. I don't know what ever happened to him. He never trained on, did he? Bergkamp was the one. Bergkamp, yeah. Uh, Alan Sugar said if Arsenal think he's worth six million quid they must be mad yeah I think he was yeah, I think he I'd was, he was yeah. Lord Sugar so what about Manchester United this week uh, Crystal Palace desperate for points they've been pretty unlucky in their last two games haven't they against Tottenham and against Chelsea um, and United you know still they sort of still flatter to deceive a bit at times and at home I'm not sure they're as good as they are away from home so maybe a no. chance of a point there unlikely but possibly. well I, I think 
Palace are in that little group, aren't they, above the bottom three, where they really need something now, and they need to be able to collect some points if Zaha isn't playing, and that seems to me to be their biggest problem. Yeah. Um, and, and as you say, their home form. I mean, I think um, they've got Burnley at Selhurst the week after, so I mean, if they don't get anything at Old Trafford, they'll they'll definitely need to beat Burnley. I can't yeah. see him get. I just can you? No, I cannot can't, see I him can't. getting anything. No, I think I think. I don't know if old Wilful raises game because it's his old club. He wants to no, prove something. You know, United should be too strong yeah. for them. Well, if, if, if Paddy will give you fifteen to two on Palace to win that one, so and uh, they might score first, but then you know, he'll definitely come back. Yeah. What about at Fulham? Because a big game for Claudio well, Ranieri's first yeah. game. This Not a bad one, really. Yeah. Well, I, I remember. Do you know something? I remember going to Fulham Burnley right at the start of the season. I think it was the second weekend. And he was sitting in front of me. Oh. And I thought, what's Claudio Ranieri doing at Fulham? Hmm. Well, obviously, he kept his house in London or whatever. There's hmm. 101 reasons. Hmm. But now I look back, I think, I just wonder whether it was... <laughs> yeah. He was looking around yeah, about just, what... Just what, saying to the chairman, I'm here. <laughs> when a team's not... I mean, that was very early on. When we're, very uh, early. We were all sitting there. We're all saying, oh, Fulham would be fine. Yeah. You know, and maybe we're not quite so sure now, but we'll see. But, uh, yeah, that was very early on in the season. It must be tough that if you're a manager and it's not going well and you kind of look up at the stands, if you're looking for yeah. a member of family and you see two or three out-of-work managers sitting there. <laughs> yeah, it's That's true. Right. It can't, it can't but it's easy. so early in the season as far as Fulham are concerned. They're all right, they're only on five points, pretty paltry return, but they're only three points off 17th, 8th, 16th, and, you know, well, five points off. If he, can get Burnley, a bit of, so. if he can get a bit of joy out of the 100 million players that they've spent, yeah. or in total, um, it, Southampton at home isn't a bad one to start with, is it? Which no. throws the spotlight a little bit on Mark Hughes and Southampton, mm, yeah. because they could do with a little bit of a, a well, a push-up at the moment, couldn't yeah, they? They're, I mean, they're not scoring, they're not winning. Right. Hey. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was, so we were going to talk about Marcus Rashford. Just going back to Manchester United. There's a couple of stories today saying, oh, mm. I mean, who knows if there's anything in it, this idea that Real Madrid is showing an interest and he would entertain mm. some input from, uh, from Real Madrid. Who wouldn't, of course? Which, mm. which player would say, I'm not interested? But does he need to move to, to progress John, you know, he's getting quite a lot of game time for Manchester. Well, when you look at the stats, as I know you do, he's he's playing quite a lot of minutes for Manchester. Mourinho United. always comes back to this, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. That he's played more minutes than anybody else in the, but he's still not fulfilled week in week out at United the talent that we all know he's got, has he? And we see little pockets of that pockets when he plays for England, mm. don't we? We do, well. we yeah, do. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's like everything else at Manchester United. It just seems to be in a state of flux all the time. Yeah. Mm. And I think he's part of that, like Martial is and you know, and, and whoever else. So it's just, I don't know. He's having a good season, though, isn't he, Martial? Oh, he is. His best he, season, I think. We heard from Neil Warnock there, and it's uh, Everton versus uh, Cardiff. Uh, yeah, good weekend. point for Everton last yeah. time out against Arlo. And, and, uh, and they're, look, they're, they're, they, your Mar- Marco Silverometer, John, yes, is, has been uh, kind of heading uh, yeah, east. I, it's I, going I, the right direction. I think now he's, he's convinced me that he is the right man for Everton. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> what an admission, you know, and yeah. I cast all those doubts <laughs> on him and all that. And no, I've had a couple of decent results recently. Yeah, and also I think he's getting, you know, if you're an Everton supporter, you want them to, it's true of several clubs, I know this, but particularly at Everton, you want them to play a certain way, don't mm. you? Because it's the school of science and it's the ball Harvey Kent. You know, it kind of has history that means mm. any manager there. That was why they didn't like Sam Allardyce. Yeah, yeah. Didn't do anything wrong, Sam. In fact, he kept them up. Yeah, but, but they wouldn't have it because he didn't play the Everton way. 
whereas I think this guy can. And I see Ricarlison scored for Brazil in the he week, did. by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's on form. They are looking good. I was chatting with mate, he's an Evertonian. He's very upbeat at the moment. That's not always been the case. He no. feels like this is, this is it, really. This is a side that could do something. And Cardiff off those, it's going to be hard, isn't it, Goodison, you think, to... To get anything I there, you're I don't see anything. I don't think if he, if Drogba was playing for Neil Warnock, no. I, yeah. I'm not quite sure <laughs> they'd win there. Maybe it could bring him out of retirement to play <laughs> top for Cardiff. That would be fantastic, <laughs> wouldn't it? Showing yeah. a lot of spirit, Cardiff. You can't knock them for that. No. And Leicester will be interesting because feelings will still be, you know, wounds will be open and, you know, running raw, you know. And so I'm sure they're going to play, I reckon they'll play the rest of the season with a kind of... Yeah. burning sense of mission and yeah. uh, it'll be interesting I mean they were so unlucky not to win last time out and football of course is secondary to what's gone on but you know it'll be interesting to see how they do go now the rest of the season well I'm just going to say one thing that we haven't mentioned but there is a, a Leicester connection here with Damari Gray what about England under 21s 5-1 in Denmark yeah yeah so like the, the present England DNA, if we can mm. use that overwork phrase, yeah. doesn't just stop with the first... Well, we know it didn't because of the under-17. But the under-21s under A.D. Boothroyd yeah. are going like a train. Absolutely. I mean, they haven't been beaten for ages. Yeah, yeah we have to, you know, we have to take our hats off to uh, the FA and England, what they've done with yeah. this DNA thing. Because, you know, it was easy. I probably scoffed at it myself, you know, because it seemed a bit... At times that we seemed miles away from being anything. But you, you have to say, I mean, Sunday was a great effort wasn't it from England and so yeah, yeah. It's, all, it's all looking good we've got a Monday night game it's funny we, we oh. could well be talking about this later oh, yeah. on yeah. the Bundesliga have turned their back on Monday night football the fans have spoken they didn't like Monday night football and so the Bundesliga have knocked it on the head are you a fan Johnny no a I'm not a fan of the Monday night football for two reasons first because I think it's unfair on the supporters especially the away team mm. and secondly it annoys me, and this is me just being pedantic, that when you've had your Saturday and Sunday and you've seen the league table on a Sunday night, you like to think that's the weekend done. But, but there's always two clubs who've got a game in hand because they're playing on the Monday. Yeah, yeah. So I just find that a little bit i tell you what I don't like unequal. about it is when your team are playing Monday Yeah, night. and it's a whole weekend. <laughs> oh, the whole weekend feels like, what, what's got nothing to do with us? Yeah. It really is, no, I hate it. I really don't like it, but, you know... It, it's TV and people. And when I'm actually sitting and watching the games, then I'm quite enjoying it. Yeah, you're quite. You've Bour- got another match. Bournemouth Arsenal. That's yeah. Arsenal, Arsenal have drawn a couple now. They, they're certainly mm. shown some good signs lately, but yeah. they, they need a win here, and uh, Bournemouth won't be easy. No, no. Well, Especially at home. I mean, Bournemouth are the big overachievers. Well, they're not the overachievers because we know what they can do. But I mean that they are highest placed, aren't they, among those clubs that you wouldn't expect to be necessarily in the top mm. seven or eight. Mm. And um, Eddie Howe's just. Got, just got his feet on the ground, hasn't he? Well, the whole time, you know, there doesn't ever seem yeah. to be any discontent there or any dissent. Or I mean, they had a bad injury, didn't they, with Adam Smith, unfortunately. But yeah. things like, and of course, Callum Wilson, which who we ought to mention because of, sure. you know, he made his England debut, he scored. I mean, that's another feather in Bournemouth's cap that they sure. brought another international player through. Absolutely, yeah, one of the other big, impressive, other big talking points today. Funny, we we touched on yesterday. We spoke about Moore over in Russia, who kind of told us about. The quota system that oh, they yeah. introduced into Russian league football now, it, basically the players, a lot of Russian players were on easy street and never really trained on. And you've kind of straddled different eras, John, when it, we had a predominantly uh, British flavour to our league. And, mm. and that's changed, of course, over the years. I mean, how do you view this idea that there should be more spaces in 25-man squads for 
for uh, English players? Well, I think it's an, an argument. It's a bit like Brexit. You can argue this <laughs> as many mm. ways as you like. I, I don't think the Premier League will put up with this, if they can possibly help it. Mm. The FA would like it because they think it would help Gareth Southgate to have more English players to choose from. Although he's not doing badly with the ones no. he's got, by the way, and there are Ooh. several who can't get in his team. Well, so that's the Premier League's I'm, argument. I think. Well, I, I think it is, and I, yeah. I'm tending to lean a little bit that way now. Sure. Um, I mean, you know, the under 21s, actually, we didn't mention Solanke and, and Calvert Lewin both yeah. scored twice, Ooh. didn't they? Now, I know Solanke's on loan at Liverpool and can't. No, no, they bought him. They bought him, sorry, and he can't get in the team. Hmm. Um, but, he should go on loan, is what should happen. Well, uh, you know, this is another argument, isn't it? How, many, how much of the loan system can they pursue? In fact, it was quite funny. Ch- Chelsea, your team. Must have, and I can't remember this lad's name because I was watching last night, I'm very sad really, the cup replay between Salford and Shrewsbury. Mm. And a player came on right at the end for Shrewsbury for his debut, mm. wearing 30-something, and he was a Chelsea loanee. Wow. Well, wait, they're th- all over the place. And even, and even you can't think who that is. No, I can't. It begins with C. Yeah, but the, was it a call kit? Yeah, some, something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. He's it, decent. The thing is, they did a, a the Guardian did a feature about all the players who are on loan from all the clubs. Yeah. Chelsea got about six right backs. How many right backs do you need? <laughs> I mean, I think the boy at Wigan is the one that will make it out of all of them. So yeah. you just want you would like to see them actually cut that down a bit. But, yeah, well, uh, they may we'll have see, to, of yeah, course. See what uh, well, John, look, we're not going to see you Monday. We're going to no. we're here from you tomorrow. Yes. Uh, in the false panel, you're going to do course, that for of us. Of course, now. of course. And we will catch up with you next You'll Friday. You'll catch up next week with me. And don't forget, it's the FA Cup second round a week on Saturday. Yeah. So there'll be some giant killing. Team is trying to make the big third round. Oh, yeah, if, you pre- if you predict a Tottenham win, though, I might have to make sure that something goes wrong with the system. <laughs> <laughs> he may just sit on the yeah. fence. <laughs> this, may, this may be a very dangerous thing for yeah. me to pre record. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, that's fantastic. And of course, we will uh, hopefully you're going to be back in the commentary box soon for Talk Sports. Well. I'm hoping so early December, I'm told. So Brilliant. That'd Brilliant. be great. Thank Thanks, you. Sean. All the best, John. Thank Good you. to see you. Thanks very much for coming in. Cheers, boys. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Now, if, if you yeah. tuned in today for the official turn on of Andy's beard lights mm. uh, you, you can take it up with uh, Jeff Bezos because um, we had overnight delivery from Amazon it hasn't delivered it hasn't been delivered overnight well they're busy this time so of year. they are busy this time of year but you make a pro- you make a commitment to live radio but uh, anyway mm. um, we are awaiting the beard lights and we hope to have a kind of celebrity switch on with Motti I'm not sure. Having looked at them, I mean, it's quite thick, but I'm not sure it's you know it's full hoxton. I don't know if it well, will be. I'll able get to... some super glue and we'll just we'll glue <laughs> just them to your face. Tape them on. <laughs> just tape them to just your face. Super glue, and them. then we can get volunteers oh, yeah, in the office in the office to rip them off. It's marvellous. Do you think Stoke fans are delighted to hear the details about uh, Denise Coates' payback <laughs> and th- not thinking in any way? Oh yeah, we should buy some players. She had not uh, Two hundred and sixty-five million pounds yeah. last year. It's a great story, though. She was kind of. Oh no, I'm not. You know, she's fine. It's her company. They've earned yeah. it. It's for, you know, it's up to them. I mean, isn't they it? commit quite that. a lot to Stoke. They do, but um, even so, you know what football fans are like. You well, you would be thinking. I know, I'd be thinking about our lot then. Joe Lewis. Yeah, I mean, he's got a few quid. Well, he yeah, could, it's the he same could, deal. He could go down that same route, but he he runs a tight ship. Well, he does. He, he prefers it that Get way. your checkbook out, Joe. <laughs> I could be shouting. Well, but, you should be shouting. Uh, we'll times. see. Yeah. Um, we mentioned earlier on Andy yeah. Smarter, old mate comedy store player, ball runner, mm. was in a play, The Twelve Angry Men. And uh, they had an impromptu kick about Wellington Hospital, because we have been talking this, after, uh, this mm. afternoon about places, really, where you shouldn't have had a kick about the MPs, of course, the women MPs from the parliamentary team. Uh, had a kick about in the Commons and the... And the uh, 
and John Burkow's kicked off the speaker saying it's not on. But um, we mentioned that 12 angry men, they had ready-made six-a-side teams. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Rob makes a very good point. He said, surely the 12 angry men football game starts with one player against 11. And as the game progresses, more and more switch sides to join very Well done, Rob. Uh, that is absolutely spot very on. That's, that's exactly what happened. Uh, some other stories. Me and my mate Ollie, hmm. says Big Lou, uh, have uh, ice hockey sticks in the office. And we often have a knockabout with a tennis ball when the boss is out. Well, that's all right. Didn't he ask you what you got them at work for? <laughs> those, what do you mean? Those two big... St- oh, we got training after work. But uh, that's very strange, yeah. Um, I was cricket- a bit of women's hockey this morning. Did you really? BT, yeah. It was, uh, it was quite odd. It's a God, you did need your sporting fix today, well, didn't no, you, Andy? Just, after Neighbours last night. I was night doing a bit of exercise and I turned the telly. I was listening right. to the... I, I sort of have a multimedia experience in the morning. Did you really? The breakfast show, yeah. You have a multimedia experience? Well, I do. I love Laura Woods when she does the papers and one of my favourite things on Talk Sports. Then you watch the women's hockey. I was watching the women's hockey. And, and the game, I can't tell you the number of times the game stopped for a video review. Yeah. It was ridiculous. This is the thing about it. Have you gone off in, it now? No, no. I am in favour <laughs> of it. But you have to get it right. If you don't get it right, it can yeah. really ruin the flow of the game. Sure, I, couldn't, no. I couldn't get over it. Anyway, this story fascinated me. I can't, mm. There must be more to this than meets the eye. Pensioner Peter Davis's claim that footy club Wolves stole a wolf motif he designed as a teenager yeah. will go to court next year. And you think, well... Could you wait a bit longer? Why have you waited so long? Yeah. To, you know, it's a very odd thing. Well, they did change their badge a little while ago. Maybe it's the new badge, and he feels it. I don't know. I mean, look, we, <sighs> well, I don't know the legal ramifications well, of this. Jo- but, it's a uh, Johnny uh, Nash, really. It is a Johnny Nash. Yeah. That's not his name, though, is it? No, not at all. Okay, fair enough. And we were hoping to speak to Martin Ford, who transformed himself from a wannabe cricket star to a 22-stone, 8-pound, tribal-tattooed body. Bone. Well, we might do, Andy. We're we working on that. We are. We're, we're, we're but he's about to make his team. MMA debut against a bloke called Sajad Garibi. Yeah. Who's the most odd-looking man I've ever seen. He's you can really tell him up. that when he comes well, in as well. He's 28 stone, this fella. Yeah. But he's only six foot one, so he's completely top heavy. Yeah, he's got a waist like Dieter von Tees. I don't know if you know who that is. <laughs> yeah, all these things you can tell him to his face when he comes in. Well, he's a big lad. Yeah. I think it's uh, fair to do. Yeah, he's, he, I, and uh, do you see that Di- Diego Maradona may be signing Usain Bolt for his team no. in Mexico? He had to ruin your legacy by two people, really, <laughs> honestly. So I think that's quite an unedifying thing that shouldn't really happen. Certainly is. Uh, I've got another T20 birthday spread. Pele wasn't available the other day, but he might be available. P- Pele is a busy man, but let's hope he can do one a day. While we await Pele, mm. maybe I should tell you about uh, Scott's game of rugby on a school bus. At one stage, he says, I was pressed up against the window in a mall, leading to the whole of the window <laughs> falling out uh, nearly onto a passing car, with a mate pulling me back into the bus as I would have suffered the same fate as the window. Golly. See, kids, there's nothing clever in that. No. So uh, keep telling us, talksport.com, text 81089, tweet TSH&J. Uh, places really where you shouldn't have had an impromptu kickabout or whatever. Right, now this is the shortened version of the birthday spread, in case you've never heard it before. Mm. Uh, the T20 birthday spread used to do ten names a day. but yeah, now ten a do, day. Ten well, gags know. of the quality you're about to hear a day. <laughs> how did he ever do it, people ask? I don't ask. know, because it took me a long time. That's how I used to do it. Yeah. And I had to get up very early. It doesn't put the hours in anymore. <laughs> That's really. right, I've been yeah. very lazy now. And uh, this one I think you'll be within five years. I've got to be within five years on the yes, spread. on yeah, the okay. spread, yeah. Okay. It's the actor, he was in Hannibal... Uh, for it was 2013-15, Mads Mickelson. Oh, yeah, and uh, I don't know if you know about Mads, but he's a huge Luton fan. Yeah, Mads a Hatter. Oh. 
<laughs> it's not one of the mooses, that is. That's quite poor. I don't know. Um, I quite liked it. Man's At least they had a football connotation. Yeah, that's true. Man's Robin Arbroath loves these. He wants me to do a whole one for Christmas. Does he really? I know. He's easily pleased. He is. So, <laughs> afternoon, Bob. Yeah. Um, where were we? Mads, Mads Mikkelsen. Mikkelsen. I can't. I, I don't know who he played in Hannibal. Uh, oh, isn't it, is it the TV series or? Yeah, it could be two, anything. Couldn't it? 2013 he? to 15. It Mads could be Mikkelsen. anything. Um, 62, <sighs> 53, 50. Oh, that oh, wasn't lucky. Easy, Mads well, I don't Mikkelsen. even know who he is either. I've never heard of him. Great, give me a chance. <laughs> Did you see the eating plenty of spinach? Spinach. 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 Yeah. Washed down. You see how I did that? Yeah. Eating plenty of spinach washed down with orange juice helps memory loss. So I might try that. I'm going to bring in some spinach and some orange juice for Don't Ask Me on uh, Monday and see if it That's works. That's an odd combo, that is, isn't it? Yeah, and yeah. I've tried this before. They said lavender works. I brought in a whole lot of lavender and it didn't help. So we're going to try spinach? What, just you know, sort of raw spinach? Yeah, about Uncle- three o'clock. I'll have a I'll, I'll little bit of spinach. Tuck into some spinach. And a little mouthful of orange I'll juice. knock it down with a bit of orange juice. Yeah. We'll see if that helps. Okay. And my guess is not. <laughs> I'd say you're right. But uh, we'll, we'll find out. Yeah. Uh, just another quick one of these. Um, junior Doctors Game of Cricket on the Elderly Ward. Is that what they called it? Mm. At the HRI. What's that? Huddersfield? Hull? Royal Infirmary? I'm not sure. I was out third ball. If only the HNA... I'm sorry. If only the NHS had DRS back then. <laughs> oh, too Comple- many initials. <laughs> completely ruined that for you, Moses. Sorry about well, that. Did you see the story talking of doctors and health? This was an amazing story in South yeah. Africa, mm. but has a sporting connection. Okay. It was a chap who uh, walked into a surgery with a knife stuck in his head. He got a really lucky escape. He yeah. unfortunately was mugged in Cape Town. Wow. And the muggers stabbed him, but the blade sort of bent and it went downwards rather than inwards. But but anyway, is turned out... There's a happy ending to this story. Is it, there is a happy ending Good. to this story that he made a full recovery, yeah. which is great. Great. But he popped into his local GP, Dr. Brendan Venter. Venter, Dr. Venter, former Springbok rugby player, yeah. knife in head. Yeah. There you go, sporting connotation. Nice, Andy, thank you very much. Um, it could have been an M finally story as a, as a well, happy ending. Well, it wasn't amusing enough, no, really. It wasn't, it wasn't really. No. <laughs> Not at all. There we are, that was this afternoon's mm. show. The beard lights, we're hoping they'll turn up tomorrow. Oh, yeah. And uh, we'll have the official... Switching on of the beer lights. We'll get a micro celebrity. Oh, I bet Japanese is a real run on Japanese eggy donuts. Now. Yeah, yeah. I think there will be. They sound nice. Yeah, egg mayonnaise in a donut. <laughs> Start walking backwards like a cat with a furball. <laughs> um, okay, that's it. We'll catch up with you tomorrow. Thanks for downloading us as always. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.